marinating in the juice, an introduction to being present. This is where the real magic happens. We will present this from two angles. One, moment-to-moment mindfulness, and two, meditation as a daily practice. But even taking that further by cultivating the ongoing meditative mindset so where one is able to flow gracefully in and out of many meditations to deeply anchoring that inner presence and harmonious peace of mind. Your thoughts are a vicious circle. Your thoughts are actually a habit. So we need to learn how to pause to observe our habit loop. Next question is, how do we self-actualize? So self-actualize, for those of you that are not familiar with that term, you're not in that personal development space, a neutral space to observe your thoughts, emotions and behaviours. So I will introduce to you the practice of mindfulness. A mindfulness is a meditative practice that you can do anywhere, anytime and with anyone. And you will learn to be in the present moment awareness, just in your day-to-day being. And D will introduce you to meditation. So meditation's a more formal, concentrated practice where you are focused on one point for a period of time. In deep meditation, you will eventually learn how to open your intuitive mind and channel the knowledge and love of the higher realms. Remembering that meditation can be a core and foundational practice for inner joy and harmony to be achieved. And once we have this internalised, it will automatically become your internal, your external, sorry, reality. Okay, so let's explore this. I feel that we need to just be comfortable with pausing. Okay, so we need to learn to pause our thoughts. We need to then pause long enough to notice patterns. And we need to know the feeling of when we go into contractive patterns of feelings that come with that uh, when we feel tense. Uh, Mentally, we start to feel small. Emotionally, we feel threatened. Okay, so that's when we know we're going into contraction. And so once we get to that point, we've learned to pause, we notice a pattern, that's a huge way along the journey already. We then practice gratitude just for having the awareness to notice the patterns. That is so essential. In that moment when you are practicing gratitude for having noticed that your feeling of contractive patterns has come up and then you've identified the pattern, by just practicing gratitude, you're opening up a vibrational frequency to expand your energy field, to go past that contractive energy and build into a more positive light, love energy, the way you can start to create more positive patterns. So this is the beginning of your inner work. And it's the inner work is where you explore the infinite potential to feel and be the highest version of your being. So for some of you, your inner work might just start with the way you dialogue to yourself, the way that you put words out in conversation to other people, and it just gets deeper and deeper and deeper, the more layers, like an onion that you peel and get to the core of your being. 
and that's where you feed into that long pause and start to have a sense of who you really are and the power there is in your mind. Okay, so let's now dive a little bit deeper again. So firstly, we've established we need to learn to pause and we also need to then know that contractive feeling and there's basically two groups where that feeling comes from. So I've worked a lot with this um, with my students and clients. Now, when you're coming from a place of regret and your feelings resonate around that, that's you in past, you're living in your past. And then when you're in anxiety and worry, that's you being, you know, in the future and you're not at all being in the present moment. So remember what I said before, thoughts are a habit, okay? So, and for most people, they are not comfortable with being alone with themselves in the present moment and to experience stillness. So what happens is when you are even attempting to just calm yourself down, all you're doing is replacing a thought with a thought so that you can just get away from the thought that originally contracted your energy and then you eventually move to a thought slightly on that same resonance but it's not triggering you at the same way but you haven't gone into stillness. So when we sit still, we're not replacing a thought. We're actually just sitting still in a very timeless and formless version of yourself. It's where you actually meet your soul. That's the very depth of it when you go through the journey and you sit in it long enough. And that's not for everyone today. It's just where it can go if that's where you choose to go. All right, so how do we get to that point where we stay still? How do we know what is real and what is not? Okay, your brain is not your mind, okay? So the brain, it's reptilian. It produces up to 60,000 thoughts a day around survival. It was here from the cave man era, cave woman era, whatever you want to call it, and it was purely there for shelter, for food, to keep everybody safe and to reproduce, okay? That's the brain's job. It's working perfect when it's there to have you look over your shoulder, to have you anticipate the next thing. The problem is the mind is not the brain, okay? The mind is in every cell of your being. So the mind will either filter these thoughts via regret or via worry unless you have trained your mind to pause and align to the present moment. So what I'm saying by that, your brain's triggering off these thoughts around survival. If you're not aware that the mind's separate to that, you'll just start living out your reality in that regret or that worry mode around what the brain gave you to work with. So this is where the pause comes in. Okay. You need to be able to sit still in the pause between what the brain triggers and what the mind reacts to. This is where I'm going to that, as I do in my classes. We call it the sacred pause. Okay, so in this space, we allow ourselves to ground when we pause. Okay, and in this space, we allow ourselves to embrace choice. That's all in the pause too. And the most power you will ever have is the choice you make in the present moment in that pause. You see why it's so essential that you learn to pause between the thought from the brain and the mind's reactivity, okay? Now, that's the biggest game changer. It's when you notice the opportunity to pause before you contract your energy field even more and go into some sort of reactivity. And where I said before with gratitude for noticing, 
you then work on the next three questions. And this is what you'll do for some time. It might take months or a year where you retrain and rewire the brain. So in that time where you notice the thought from the brain, the mind's gone, oh, I don't have to react to that. Then you can kind of sit back and go, hmm, I'm in that space that's still. I'm not in my past in regret. I'm not in my future in worry. So do I reduce the reaction? Do I delay the reaction? Or do I choose to not react? So this is where we create the new patterns that expand the heart resonance. Because you may choose to just reduce the reaction with simply acknowledging what is going on with a hmm. You might delay the reaction, for example, and say, oh, I'll get back to you. That's enough. Or you might choose to just not react and go, you know what, it's not really worthy of draining my energy field on this and it's more to do with the other person needing to work it out for themselves and grow from life. I'm not here to save the world. Okay, with love, letting that one go. Okay, so you, essentially you're creating new patterns that expand the heart and it's a win-win for all involved. I'll leave you um, with another example that might trigger you to understand this concept better. If you continue just doing what you're doing and you listen to these podcasts and it's all about just going, yeah, it all sounds too easy, but then you just don't apply it to yourself and you go back into your own little world, into your regret and worry mode, guess what? The next year will pass and the next year will pass. So I was at a corporate course I was presenting and this is what changed the room that day. And they turned up every week, same time, same place, mobile phones down and they took part in the course. They changed their lives. You can choose to live the same life every day for the next 45 years. Most of our listeners are probably in their 40s. There's no judgment. But that's your choice. Remember, you chose that. You chose that because you're still sitting here listening or reading and not being open to what you don't know in a sense of integrating it into your life. You can read a bunch of things. It's about integrating what you don't know into your daily life. And then from contrast, you will choose what expands you, what comes from the heart-centered consciousness, what is an intuitive mind that makes you feel better about the world around you. So this is where we need to pause long enough to understand that time will pass whether we're changing or we're staying the same. But that is your choice. The world doesn't do it for you. You are doing your own behaviour to create your own reality. The reality of the world doesn't change unless your behaviour changes. Okay, so just going through some tools that fall into that category of the things that you may not know of, you know, the things that you still haven't explored. And we've already touched on two this episode, mindfulness and meditation. Dee will expand on that in a moment. Connection to higher realms is another one when you start to work a little bit deeper. And this is where a lot of um, corporates are going now with their design teams and whatnot to get into that intuitive mindset and create more of a flow state particularly in, you know, creating new product, creating new processes um, and channeling sacred knowledge. Okay, so this is where we start to um, learn a higher value, a higher moral code that goes beyond what our family or tribe or our community has taught us. And it's something that is so sacred that goes beyond the ancestral, goes beyond galactical 
you know, um, realms. And that's what then begins to shape a new world and shape a new way that we can help others free themselves from a lot of trauma and a lot of um, that sticky energy that people get stuck in for many years. You'll see some people living that same life, stuck in their same story, labelling who they are and what life did to them. That's what we're talking about. That's where the sacred knowledge comes in and really undoes that and lets it go if you're willing. It's your free will that needs to choose that. So closing this all for me at the moment, leaving you with some um, thoughts to just ponder. Okay, do you want to live in alignment with your higher self and your intuitive mind? Do you even want to know what the flow state feels like where things just come at the right time, space and sequence? You just trust it. Not even questioning why it occurred where it did. You just trust that it was there because that's the next part of the journey that's building you for the next part. And you just work in with that rather than bypass it or go back into a place where it's like this is what I was taught, this is what I was told. Um, Yeah, so it's about listening to that stillness inside of you rather than following the general concept of what people are telling you life is about and how many of you are actually living the life someone else wants for you? That's the other question. That might wake you up to this. And most of you are. Because I was there. I was doing exactly that for a long time. Mm. So I'm just going to leave you with these couple of words that um, I always say to all my students, as within, so without. So what's within you is what you've created outside of you. It's not you waiting for the outside to change and just give you a bliss bomb within you know when they're sitting there and they're having their moment in despair and I'm like so what made you think life was a bliss bomb it's not you are your own bliss bomb you are, you are your own bliss bomb I love I've that a few people along the way they've just stared at me going oh my god you didn't just say that and I'm like, mm. <laughs> yeah the old inner harmony and opulence is a new newish word that I recently learned but yeah as with it, meeting you. Love that word, opulent. Exactly. I love using it in my classes since I met you. Opulent. Opulent, opulence. Yeah, um, beautiful word up there. So thanks for sharing all that. So I thoroughly enjoyed listening and leaning into it. Juicy stuff, marinating in the juice, huh? So learning to pause, like learning to have a conscious meditative flow of mind and consciousness, day in, day out can and will change the game of life for anyone willing to go there. The problem is most peeps as far are, are far, far too distracted to pause in stillness, distracted in sensory overload, generally, generally speaking. So in the new webinar, for example, uh, the training that Sophia and I are creating at the moment, I talk about how ongoing meditation creates ongoing awareness. I talk about how ongoing awareness in turn creates clarity of mind and how clarity of mind then creates the space for making changes at a subconscious level and clearing unwanted subconscious patterns, those limiting and debilitating cyclical patterns that hold us back from our innate power. Interesting stuff. Many people still tend to think 
that meditation is just a thing that helps calm the mind or look at our breathing. But the real truth is that sitting in the juice is the key to unlocking the innate potential within all of us. Love that, love that. So the pause, the stillness, the ongoing awareness, this clarity of mind, the recognition of our own inherent omnipotent power. That's a good one there too. I like that. So when we learn to embrace these states of mind and being, to marinate in the juice, as Sophia said at the start, we not only open ourselves up to the infinite possibilities of the universal magic, the unending joy and endless gratitude all around us, but we are then able to look deeply within ourselves at that stuff of ours that sits deep below the surface of the conscious mind, waiting to be recognised, looked at and worked on in that powerful present moment. This is where the real growth comes from, when we are able to see the blockages and saboteurs that are normally invisible to us and lean in, as they say, lean into the discomfort that holds us back from sitting in that power. So when my lover suggested marinating in the juice, I was best pleased, a little bit excited and thought, yeah, um, immediately knew we needed to use that and delve into it as a super juicy topic for discussion. Um, I have a mantra, everybody, um, that I use. It was simply written so it could be simply understood. And it goes, life does not get better. It is what it is. You get better at life. So take that another step deeper. All suffering begins and ends in the mind. Hmm. Marinating in the juice, part two, next week, is where we look at pausing your life. So what we mean by that is rather than being in that pause in the moment and looking at the reactivity to that situation, we want you to look at pausing your life and the relationship that you have with yourself the past year or five years, ten years, the relationship that you've been holding space for with significant others and how that's been probably impacted by contracting patterns and the life that you're creating, you know, looking at how you've probably not designed the best life because you've actually put things out there that are blocking you from that abundance of that flow state of love. Mm. Makes me think, makes me think about sitting in an ongoing state of presence. Is it even possible? It is. You just zen out. You look like you're zenning out, but you're actually just in the moment. Mm. People think you're not being present because you're not in reactivity. I remember the first time I was able to just really hold that space and people knew how I was before and they were like, oh, she's just um, she's not listening. Either I was listening, I just wasn't reacting. And it's mm-hmm. a year in these different relationships that I had around professional and family and personal and some people didn't like the new me. They preferred the reactive self and it was like, no, that goodbye to that gorgeous girl that grew up and moved into this zone now, this part of herself. And it's okay to grow. It's okay to move through the different phases of you. That's what you're here to experience. 
Mm-hmm. You don't know yourself anything more than being lighter, being light. Yeah, holding space for oneself and others around us is an important part of this whole process. Holding space is very important. Yeah. And it's interesting then those that do stay around after you've come into that space, how I've noticed probably 80% have worked on themselves since. Mm-hmm. The last four years and how many of them have just started to look at their behaviour and go, oh, I want a bit of what Soph's got because it's just a lot easier. You know, it's interesting, the people that I um, had to teach a workshop to, some knew me from years ago and I, I just was honest. I believe in transparency and I said, my life's not any better than what it was 10 years ago. I'm just getting better at life. doesn't mean I don't get all the crap. <laughs> but now to challenge me to see if I can stay in that Muji space, I call it. My teacher Muji always said it's like a muscle. Your mind's a muscle. You go through. Mm-hmm. And, um, exactly. Yeah. Keeping so, that stuff in and pushing that bad stuff out. Yeah. And so now yeah. it's just that point where you can have the crappiest day. And I just say to Dave, the moment I met him, I, when the moon goes down, so does that stuff. I'm not waking up tomorrow morning. I'm going to carry it into the next day. Leave it. It's happening. And that's just what it is. So we've been marinating in the juice, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed this uh, this episode. There's going to be heaps more coming to you, for you, from us with love. Okay there. So, everybody, thanks for being here for this episode. Before we finish up now, we are just going to share a special little love note for you. Over to Sophia. Okay, to seal the episode today, we're going to go into a heart-centered meditation. So just where you are, close the eye gently and place your left hand on your heart and your right hand on your belly. Breathe in through the nose, into the heart and the belly and release all the air from the belly and the heart. And let there be a pause stillness and then take the new breath in breathing into the heart and the belly and as you breathe out just breathe out entirely come back into that pause and just rest into the calm that's there and take another breath in this way becoming more aware of that sacred pause a resting place for you throughout the day your soul to connect And connecting now a little deeper into that love in the higher realms with the next few breaths. Staying in connection with your soul. And from this place, wish yourself and all other living beings love, happiness, peace, free from suffering, Namaste. Namaste. Love, love, Dee. Love, love, Sophia. So much love. Mm.